0: Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness.
1: Before we get started, I have a few questions. Something to kind of warm us up. Like an icebreaker. Imagine. You are at your favorite place. There's other people there. Social distancing, of course. And someone just happens to mention, for whatever reason. You know, I was really in a hurry to get here. I didn't have time turned my car off. I just got in my car, got here and got out and I just left my car running. What would your response be? And that person continues to share and then they tell you when I leave here I'm going to a couple of other stops. I have to run some errands. When I go home, I leave my car on all night long. I just let it run leave the garage door open and, you know, when I go to sleep, when I wake up, I just leave it on. I'm just ready to go all the time. What would your response be? Or how about someone else who might mention you're at the same place? I leave my lights on at my house all night long. When I'm there, when I'm not there, when I'm awake, when I go to bed, I just leave them on. I don't have time to turn off all the lights. I just let it stay on. What would your response be? What would you think? Would you say anything? Those may be ice-breaking questions in our little scenario exercise right now. But... I, I suggest in, in my, my humble opinion that that is exactly how many of us are living our lives. We are running on a tank of gas. We're letting our engines continue to run. Our lights are always on. Welcome again to Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. We are going to talk about the benefits of mindfulness and imagery. And we're going to kind of intersperse the results of mindfulness and imagery. But before I continue, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcasts to you. And thank you to my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, for making Transition Awareness Breathing Podcasts available to you wherever you're at. In your car, in your home, in your place of exercise. Now, let's get started. Let's continue. So, how, how did I get this topic in my brain? How, where am I? That's a good question. Because that's part of what mindfulness is, is, is asking yourself, is, is being curious and asking the question, where am I? Not the type of where am I, like I'm lost wandering around the parking lot trying to find my car. Of course, I've done that too. But we're not talking about that kind of where am I. It's it's a different type of question. It's asking where am I at in the present state of mind, like right now. So in my class that I teach a couple of times a week with my little students, my um, elementary students, we're talking about this, and it's so cool because they are so receptive. And how I begin to approach this topic with my little students is we begin to talk about imagery, and that's what we're going to use today. We're going to use imagery, and that's what we—that's what I used when I opened up our session today. Imagine. Why do we use imagery? Because it gets us in a a frame of mind. That's one. It also, it paints a picture for us so that we can kind of relate to. We can have um, a picture or an experience in our mind. And then we begin to visit the emotions the sensations of that experience. Or if we have an image in our mind, we can a little bit more easily transition to, how is that making me feel? When we visit the emotion that we are experiencing with that imagery exercise, then we can address that that emotion, those feelings, those sensations in a mindful in a mindful way. For example, what was your response when I mentioned the scenario of someone leaving their car on all the time so that they can save time because they're in a rush what went through your mind? Let's visit that part. And what went through your mind when I mentioned the person who leaves their lights on? How did that make you respond? How did that make you feel? Now, just to go a little bit deeper with these two scenarios, there's a little bit of imagery, there's a little bit of a parable, but let me let me go forward. Okay. So if we leave our car on all the time, what would be the results? Yeah, the first thing that would probably happen is the car would run out of gas. Maybe that would be the first thing. Also, think about the wear and tear of that engine it is constantly in an idle position the the um motor the, the the electricity it is constantly working over time those parts will wear down and they will not be as efficient as they they should be the cost of bringing that vehicle back into a functioning position, a uh, operational position, will cost a little bit of money. If we run out of gas, we have to go get the gas. We may have to call a friend or a tow truck to get the gas uh, into the car. If the engine is running a long time, it means the oil and all the lubricants of that car is going to um, continue to wear on the engine and which decreases the performance of the engine. If we decide to leave our lights on all the time, every light in the house, every light in your apartment, every light, just light it up, what would happen? Well, the first thing that would come to Maybe my mind is the electricity bill. The electricity bill would be out of the world. The other thing is, you know, lights would burn out. We'd have to replace lights. You know, th- um, different circuits would get pretty warm, and they would cause a safety a safety uh, a hazard. Now, let's bring mindfulness. Let's bring the, the topic of mindfulness. The Paying attention to the now. How are we. Living our lives. Are we always running. Is our engine always on. Are are we not turning off. And, and letting ourselves. To rest. I don't have time. I don't have time. We are. In a situation you know we we don't have time we have to we have to go to work we we have to take care of family i don't have time we have um, other things we have other projects that that's on our our list i'm 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 going to uh, have meetings in the evenings i don't i don't have time and where where do I have a moment i don't have time to change Uh, my lifestyle I don't have time I just pick up whatever I can It's fast well guess what our economic system is targeting people who don't have time and they are very adaptable and very accommodating for Those of us who don't have time, they make food that's very convenient. They make um, anything, entertainment, very convenient, easy, quick. They make communication very, very convenient. All the apps, you know, you don't have to dial anything, just load it on the app because we don't have time and so i parallel those kind of situations that that situation with the car and the lights were constantly on visiting the now making the now blocking off a time to to be curious and to look around And be aware of how our body systems are responding to our not being able to have time. With, you know, with mindfulness, there are all kinds of different recommendations of how long and and you should uh, practice mindfulness, but You know, we we all must start somewhere. So even if we start with five minutes, I don't have time. One minute. What amount of time can you spare? Five seconds? A minute? A breath? Knowing what the benefits are of turning our engines down to rest, to turning off some of our lights, and taking a breath and paying attention to our breath paying attention to the sensations and being aware of what we're eating and how we're eating if if we all are taking in a moment to eat we can eat mindfully if we're all involved and walking to the next meeting we can walk mindfully so we can get that moment somewhere within our 24 hour period the benefits of mindfulness helps bring balance into our our, our ourselves it helps bring acceptance it improves sleep and in many cases, there are a lot of um resources and studies that supports how mindfulness relaxation breathing awareness decreases stress decreases anxiety um helps with uh with pain control perception of pain it helps with um uh, decreasing Certain chronic uh illnesses, such as for example uh hypertension, the benefits well, because many of those conditions are triggered because we're on because we're not making time, and so the body is stressed is giving symptoms that it needs it needs some time to to be calm to be rest to be resting just like. When in the scenario of the car and the lights, uh, if something is on all the time, there are going to be symptoms, there's going to be signs that will cause that machine or that, that utility to not to be safe. It will wear out. It will um, not last as long as it's intended to be. And so with imagery and my students this week, I said, imagine the best ever vacation. And when they got that in their minds, I asked them to be curious and explore how did they feel at the best ever vacation. And I invite you to explore the best ever vacation imagine imagine the sensations the smells the taste for a moment take yourself there and, and and keep that moment that's your treasure because that is your mindfulness time to recharge to re-energize and when you're at your imagine the best ever vacation moment take a breath take a breath and imagine at that moment you're reminiscing you're experiencing and you're bringing yourself to calm so in practicing mindfulness think of it as the total opposite of our everyday default mode. In our in our everyday default mode, we're spending large chunks of our time functioning out of habit or routine. And some of us get a little bit uncomfortable when we're functioning outside of a habit or outside of a routine because it's been e- efficient for us. But this is taking a experience using imagery that's comfortable and that is positive and beginning there and taking a moment to use just the mindfulness breath and blowing it away and being positive in those few moments that you're practicing your mindfulness no judgment no no judgments as we bring our session to a close, in a few moments, I would just like to share an experience that, that I recently had. Uh, where I live, we had a pretty aggressive uh, snowstorm, and many of the trees and plants here, they're not used to that snow. You know, when I lived up north in the northern uh cities, you know, those those uh trees and bushes and things like that, you know, they they're pretty robust. But where I live at now, you know, palm trees are not used to um uh snow. Sagal palms. So there's a sagal palm. And many people uh where I live they have sagal palms. Well the ferns of the palms are pretty brown and it looks like that main trunk of those palms are Pretty pretty uh, brown and, and dried and dead. But this week what I saw were sprouts of baby sago palms and I thought it was such a beautiful vision because that main trunk represented to me. The past. And just because the, the past is has, has had to be trimmed off, the future was coming up. But it was the now that I experienced, the beauty of the now, seeing both of those two elements together was so amazing to me. That there is hope that no matter what the winter may bring what winter season we may have that through that there is new growth something that we're learning something that is new I invite you and I encourage you to bring yourself to calmness look at the now and find something in your world that brings, that you can see the hope out of all the winter storms, out of all the sadness, find the now, the green, the new, the future, and nurture that. Until next time, I want to thank you for joining me today and Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Subscribe to my station. I would love to um, see a lot of, of my listeners subscribed and I look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day.
0: Be sure and pick up a copy of Earth's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation and creativity. For anyone between the ages of 4 and 94, increase your positive self-talk energy, unlock new creative paths, transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.